beautiful people across the globe. We just want to welcome you to another edition of D-A-K-I-C-K-B-A-C-K, The Kickback, with Sharika, Sabrina, and E.B. What's good, Kickback family? It's your boy E.B., and I am here with two of my favorite people, Sharika and Sabrina. And um, yeah, I'm just going to open up with how I'm feeling like normal and I'm going to start off with maybe a song that you guys know. Maybe you don't know it. And if you don't know it, you might want to listen to it. Uh, and if you don't want to listen to it, you don't have to. Um, but I want to say, I don't know if it's Ed Sheeran, but whichever one of them boys who is like, when your legs don't work like they used to. That is Ed. That is how I'm feeling right now. Um, I was at a men's conference. I'm just going to go start off with that. Um, I don't got a number. I don't. That's the song that I got, but I don't got a number. But I was at a men's conference, and I was trying to do all the things, helping my city that I love to call home, place that raised me, made me, all that good stuff of Winter Haven in a basketball tournament. Um, and it was, of course, work. So it's you know it's twofold, so to speak. And we was in a championship game, and it was like, we know we need you to win the championship. And then I went out there, banged knees with somebody collapsed on the ground and then out for the count. And it wasn't like just a regular collapse. It was like, boom, you hurt. Like the knees hit, then you collapse. And it's like, oh, you know, you fall down. Like what we say, you fall down, you get back up. Exactly. And I tried and it was like, oh, nah, I can't, I need help. And um, thankfully two of my cousins were there on the court with me at the time. They helped me, escorted me to the bench. Um, And yeah, now I'm trying to figure out what the heck wrong with my knee. And so for those of you who are praying people, um, and let me go ahead and preface that. For those of you who are praying people where God actually answers your prayer, there are some people who you might pray, you might be wondering what's going on in your life, but like, there's a lot of scripture that lets us know um, where God doesn't answer everybody's prayers. So if you're a praying person and God answers your prayer and you're faithful to him and you're not praying with selfish motives or ambitions, then um, please pray for Pray for me, pray for your boy, pray that I don't have to have surgery and pray that um, this stuff get works out in a in an expeditious manner, so to speak. But that's how I'm feeling. Um, Sharika, Sabrina, how y'all feeling? I'm concerned, Evie. I, I, I was I was just like, oh, I felt like it took everything for you to start the podcast. I was like, I hope my friend is okay. How's the other person, Evie? How's the other person, Karen? Do you know? I am good. Oh, the other person, they were good. They they didn't take no injuries. They got right back up, and they were still playing in the game. And we did lose the championship game, so that's even more frustrating. It's like, you get hurt and lose, like, day. Like, if we would have won, I probably would have had some form of excitement. Like, well, at least I did something to help us, you know, draw the victory. But, nah, got hurt, and we lost. Like, and I say lost, became the first loser, second place, all that good stuff. But, yeah, so that was frustrating. So that was on the Saturday? That was Friday night, and I tried to thug it out because I didn't think it was as bad as it seems to be at this moment um, where I was like, okay, maybe it's just a sprain. Maybe it's just a, you know, you make an impact on something that's not common or normal. You know, you rest it off, and I tried to rest that next that night, sleep it off, and then that Saturday it was still in pain, and um, my beautiful bride, my wife, and my supervisor was just like, you really need to go get that checked out. And, you know, as much as I encourage people to go to the hospital, get checked out, I was definitely being stubborn. And I was like, oh, I'll be all right. It can't be that bad. Like, we'll oh, see. Wow. And it was, <laughs> no, like, you really need to go. Like, And then me not knowing that my supervisor, 
shout out, I don't know if she listened to the podcast, but shout out to Anita. Um, she basically was just like breaking down everything that she saw within the prior three or four hours where like, I saw you hobbling from this place to that place. I saw you hobbling on one leg throughout the dining room. I saw you doing this, like, stop telling me that it's okay. You can't even bend your leg right now. Um, so like, you really should go get it checked out because you don't know what's going on and you don't want it to either agitate something else or make something else worse. So um, I, I took the wisdom of her and my wife um, and went, and of course you go to the hospital and that's why I always tell people like, it always sucks, right? Cause you go, they do an x-ray like, oh yeah, it's really going to be your ligaments. None of your bones are broken. And I'm like, I, I think I knew that much. I'm not a genius. I'm not a medical professional, but like, I think I would know um, the difference from bone and like my meniscus or my MCL or ACL, any of those ligaments that could be either turn, torn or stretched or strained in any way. So I was frustrated with that. And then they're like, oh yeah, but we can't do an MRI here. So you have to go somewhere else to get an MRI. And of course it's on a Saturday. So there's no place in this, what we would consider the boondocks in Stark or Northeast Florida where something is available in that evening. And then only to go home on a Monday where they'd be like, oh, well, we can't use the reported findings. We have to actually do the images. And because of the hospital that I went to in the boondocks, they don't have the images virtually or digitally or electronically. Um, I guess I'll say electronically. They're like, oh, we have to do another x-ray. And upon doing this x-ray, we still won't do your MRI today, even though I already know there's nothing wrong with my bones. So that was frustrating with our lovely, beautiful medical system um, that we have here in America. So now I'm still waiting to get an MRI. Um, from these amazing professionals who are the best of the best in the world, as some would say. <laughs> oh, man, they better not charge you for both of those images because it's not your fault they didn't have the digital <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> now, the good thing is it did happen at work, so I won't see none of these bills. Oh, I know. That's right. <laughs> Y'all got it. Y'all got it. I did feel encouraged hearing that your supervisor cared enough to watch you and note and alongside your wife, encourage you to be seen. Like, I only worked with her for a short time, but she really seems like such a genuine and lovely person. I would agree. I was like, I saw you in a picture dressed on Sunday. I'm like, not EB still working. I, you know. I was like, oh, maybe it happened Saturday. So I had no, to Friday. Right. You were really still trying to be working the whole weekend, EB. Yeah. That's the that's the condition of society. I don't think it's I wouldn't I would say now I did get like even with that outfit or uniform, however you want to phrase it, the the, the attire that I was wearing Sunday, I did get from the other supervisor, um, her husband, Jonathan. He was just like, bro, like you ain't got to be here. You ain't got to be here for this. But because of for myself in my own sake, I was like, yeah, that sounds good, but I'll be there. But also the person who was speaking on Sunday, I really wanted to hear them just because he typically does a great job of preaching. And I was like, I ain't want to miss out on my boy um, preaching. So that was the main thing, even though he did say I didn't have to be in that attire. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. It sucked, but it wasn't terrible. Well, I appreciate, I admire the dedication you be. Because uh, I'd be like, y'all gonna have to zoom me in. I'll be on, on I'll be laid up. Could be on the Zoom. I'll see <laughs> what they're talking about. <laughs> but I'm glad uh, to hear that you have been seen, praying that no surgery is needed and that the Lord's healing touch will be on you. And I can't confirm now if I'm a person that the Lord answers prayers for all the time. He does come through on several <laughs> occasions. <laughs> 
So that means he answers yours. Qualification for praying, but uh, yeah, it's. I'll send y'all the the video of where I really get that from. And I think I said it before, but it's just a nice clip that I use from time to time, especially when I'm preaching, just to let people know, get it together with God, because some of the stuff that's probably not happening in your life is really because of you and not because he's just chilling. Mm-hmm. Um, my temp is, I don't even know what my temp is. Let's go with 80. Um, had a had a lovely evening with some good friends last night. So that was really fun. Um, I'm about a, a little over a week away from vacation. So I'm already, you know, ready to be away and have some downtime. So I'm feeling pretty good. Um, just ready to get to vacation next week. So, well, yeah, what's today? Thursday? Well, I got a week and a day. By next Saturday, I'll be fully on vacation. So that'll be nice. So that's my tip, and I'm doing good. I did have a song, but I can't remember what it was now, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Sharika, you inspired my song with our discussion from last week, the My Rich Life show. So my song is If I Was a Rich Girl. When you talked about the premise of the show being about how you can live your rich life whenever you choose to, which goes into what Evie was discussing as far as us being the captain of our own ship. And sometimes it's your own actions that propel you forward or hold you back. So I told you guys my rich life would be having a nutritionist. So I actually, I think it was this weekend I Googled nutritionist near me and I've narrowed it down to two. I'm in conversations with both and we'll see what happens. Honestly, probably nothing will happen because when I tell my husband what it will cost, he'll be like, girl, like, don't we have a car to pay off? I'm like, it never ends. I love the gazelle intensity, but I'm like, we haven't really had this huge celebration since we paid off our house. Cause he's like, well, now we're paying off your car. Then we'll pay off my truck. And I'm like, well, it'll never end. But anyway, I love just pursuing that and talking to the nutritionists. They're very knowledgeable and they give me just great hope in how I can like really be conscious about the choices that I make and how those choices contribute to my long-term health goals. So thank you for inspiring me, friend, with that topic. And I'm feeling very much like I'm living my rich life. Oh, I love to hear it. I love that, that you are already living your rich life. That's a blessing, and that is amazing. Um, I I have never really considered a nutritionist, not because I probably don't need it, not because I don't need one. I probably do need one, but I don't want to listen. So I'm like, why would I listen to one? <laughs> that is very true, because if you don't, listen to what they say, then it is a waste of money. Um, Mm -hmm. And I need to correct myself. A nutritionist is kind of like when people say they are trainers. A lot of trainers are just people who hop on Instagram and go to the gym and they're like, I'll train you for $50 or whatever. But a dietitian Mm -hmm. is usually someone who's gone to school and they really have like the years of study to back up what they're sharing with you. So I've actually spoken with two dietitians mm. in the area and that is different. Um, but I think something that 
would encourage you, Sharika, is a lot of time they don't just come in and wipe out everything you're doing. They look mm-hmm. at what you're already doing and help you craft that in a way that is healthy and that will match your long-term goals. So, yeah, there oh, we go. That's, that's good. That's good to hear. And because, um, I mean, whatever you do, you have to be able to, it has to be something you can sustain and manage because then that will be pointless. Yeah, um, none of them are about like quick fads or dieting. They're not going to tell you to do keto or cut out a whole, whole food group or anything mm-hmm. like that because you can eat like the whole pyramid and if whatever your goal is if you're trying to gain muscle if you're trying to lose weight whatever you can do that and keep everything in if you know what you're doing Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. something to keep in mind listen i'm looking forward to a, a new season in my life and part of that new season is uh really putting the energy and effort into my well-being including my health. So, you know, maybe a month, two, three, or a year from now, I might be into the nutritionist or dietitian. We'll see. But I am always for, you know what, doing what's best for yourself and taking care of yourself. So sometimes you got to get away from your preferences like me and being lazy and really do what you just got to do. <laughs> Um, so I just have some fun questions today that I was just like looking up and I was like, oh, we haven't done question time in a while. So I thought it'd be fun to run it back. So my first question to you all, I think EB has said this. I remember, but I don't remember what his answer was. And I don't remember if we specifically ever answered this question, but who was your first celebrity crush and are you still into them? I will start. My the first one I can remember uh, was probably Jonathan Taylor Thomas from Home Improvement. Either him or Lee Thompson Young, who rest in peace is no longer with us. Um, he was on the Famous Chef Jackson on Disney Channel. I don't know which show came first, so I can't remember which crush came first. But I both I really like both of them. And if I recall correctly, I believe Jonathan Taylor Thomas and I have the same birthday. Um, so those are my uh, first celebrity crushes. My first one was uh, a puppet named Sky on the show The Puzzle Place. I think okay. Sky was Native. I think he was American. <laughs> and I have a crush on Sky to this day. You know, if Doug slips up, me and the puppet, we can take it to the sunset. Because I'm really not trying to do all of this with, like, another human being again. Like, it's great, it's beautiful, but it is a lot. I've already put in the work. Uh, so, yeah, Sky is amazing. And Doug already has made peace with the fact that if we ever have a child, the middle name will be Sky. Like, that's just it. I've known since I was a kid. It's great. I was, from, what- <laughs> I was just going to say, I remember the puzzle place. And the one thing I remember about the puzzle place was this episode where they were having like Crellers donuts and I had never heard of it and they were like so like hyping it up and they were talking about how great they were and then I had one and I was not a fan but that's the only thing I remember about the public place. Evie, what about your crush? 
So it's a few different ones. Um, I think the first one on a show, probably it was, I guess, kind of a tie. I don't remember it fully, but like it was out of um, either Laura from Family Matters, Topanga, or Pam from Martin. Okay. The movie, it was, I guess I'll say, I don't know, I think I was probably in middle school when it came out, but I may have been high elementary, I don't know, but Sanaa Lathan and Love and Bosco. You saw that movie that young? Yeah, I got older siblings, so oh, you true. have a choice. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Watch whatever was on TV. <laughs> right. Um, I was like 11 or 12 at that time, so yeah. Well, you are younger than me too. But Sharika, I want to go on the tangent because I think it's Haley Bailey. Is she Haley Bailey? Holly Berry. Thank you. Holly Bailey. Her, yes. She's playing the little mermaid in the live action movie. Her boyfriend, I believe it's her boyfriend, was saying that he never saw the cartoon. So he's wondering if he should watch it before he watches a premiere. And people were dragging him, being like, How have you never seen it? So. He was saying, I was watching Baby Boy and like grown up movies. I have older siblings. So I wonder from Evie's perspective, because a lot of the people were saying when you're a little boy, especially if you don't have sisters, you may not have been exposed to those classic Disney movies. Even my husband, some Disney movies like Mulan, Beauty and the Beast. And he has a sister. He was like, I've never seen that. So Evie, where do you land there? I'm definitely not on his side, but all the stuff that you can think of as a kid, um, we watched it all. And I don't know if that was because growing up in Polk County, part of it was going to a boys and girls club where we had movie time just about every Friday in mm. what we were in our rec room, but also having siblings. Like, so having like the last, I think I mentioned this on the pod before, but um, I'll just go from the last six kids and I'm only saying the last six, the six kids who were born in America. The oldest one is a female, my sister. And then the last five were boys. So even though I had a bunch of brothers, or a lot of siblings, so to speak, my sister, since she was the oldest of the ones who were here in the States, controlled a lot of what was on the TV because she was the oldest. But as far as um, Mulan, Prince of Egypt, 101 Dalmatians, all the Lion King, like Lion Kings, um, those movies weren't necessarily formed for me from, I can tell you about stuff like that weren't even Disney movie, like the, or I don't know, they maybe they were, but Land Before Time, mm-hmm. like, it, you know, we, I, we saw it all. So, I'm, I would consider myself somewhat of a movie connoisseur, but yeah, I didn't. I didn't have that challenge um, growing up. That is interesting. I guess we grew up watching all those movies. Um, okay, what I've is never your full? You can ask this quick, but I've never seen the full thing of the Princess and the Frog. I can't say that. I didn't love it. I never. I didn't really love that movie. I, I and I was mad because I'm like, this is the first one. The Black Princess, and I don't love it. Probably yeah. because well, I didn't love it either because she was an animal for like eighty-five percent of the movie. Oh, and what little girl? What little girl was going to be like? Oh, I want to be the princess and the frog because she's a frog for most of the movie. So I feel crazy. they owe us another one. Oh, Disney trash for that! I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. Gets, she gets turned into a frog. You're right, and it's for the majority of the movie. Her little sad. Her story was sad before, and. And um, it was like, got the voodoo, and it was just, I don't know, I felt a little dark. I don't know, I just didn't love it. It didn't highlight the things that it highlight in the other princess movies, and 
I don't know. It's I can't even tell you much more about it. Like it, I don't know. I don't think it was very good. Sorry. Um, I never watched. I I think I've watched it the once, and I never have seen it again. So exactly. I don't remember much either. But I just remember I was like, oh boo. But I love me a Mulan. Now that mm-hmm. movie, I love. Got some good songs up in there too. I don't see E B doing this much, but maybe he has one anyway. Do you guys have a go-to dance move? Absolutely not. Or stand on the wall, <laughs> lean left or right. But yeah, that's my go-to dance move. I can do a little <laughs> two-step. Let me stop. I can do a little two-step. Sabrina, as our resident dancer, do you have a go-to dance move? Hands up, hands down. Hands up, <laughs> hands down. There you go. That's what you're going to get. Fast song, I do it fast. Slow song, I do it slow. <laughs> Might add a little wiggle of the hips every now and then, but I am like, I literally am not a great freestyle dancer. <laughs> I can kill most eight counts, but if you're just asking me to go out there, no, no, no. Which is why at the gym, I stopped going to one teacher Zumba class because while we're doing the Zumba, I, I'm on it. And she thought I was a little star. So one day she like, you know how like they call people out in the circle to go and up and do something and I froze and she was looking at me like what how can this be I'm like girl it's not what you think you got to get that choreography here give me time to make it up oh wow yeah I thought I, like I'm not that great of a freestyler either I don't really like freestyle moments unless it's like a pose like you know you're supposed to pose pose one pose two pose three now I can do that freestyle but if it's like a freestyle dance yeah I'm out too um, do I have a go-to dance to dance move? It might be the sway and the snap. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Whatever the music is giving at the moment. You know, I don't have a go-to unless it's just a sway, snap, hop to the left, hop to the right, as Sabrina would say. Um, if you could choose your name, what would it be and why? Oh, that's a tough, I don't say a tough one, but I, I like my name. Like, and I think mostly I like it not only because of the meaning of it, but I like the unique spelling of my name. Mm. Um, I don't know. I think I sit tight with my name. If I had to switch to something, but my brother already kind of has that, but I probably would want, I, I would prefer to have been a junior, which I also struggle with my parents on that one because um, the it's eight boys. Yeah. Eight boys and five girls. And the fifth, yeah, the fifth boy or the fourth boy is a is a junior. And I'm like, why he get lucky? Oh, if I had to switch it, it would be only that. But I like the unique spelling of my name and the meaning behind my name that I don't think I would want to switch it. Hmm. For someone who didn't really like their name for their young life. I actually don't even have another name that I would have picked. I just didn't like my name because people never could, I mean, well, I won't say never, but people were always often like in school saying it wrong, like the teacher calling the wrong name and not as much now. Now, recent, like in the past few years, people pretty much get it right the first time. They do like, hey, is this right? I'm like, yeah, that's right. But um, every now and then people will say random stuff like Shakira and my name, those letters, my name, Girl. letters in my name don't even go in that order. 
They just be guessing. No, it's happened more than once. People have called. Is it Shakira? That's, that's, those letters, the K is not even before the R. Come on, now, people. So I I didn't like like people not knowing how to say my name. Um, and then the other thing that I didn't like is like when you place an order somewhere and people don't know how to say your name. So I've like adopted like new names now that I just get placed. Like if I place an order somewhere, my name is Cece. Uh, so Aww. that is that is what I go with lately. And literally the other day I was at Sam's and I ordered a pizza and I was like telling the lady Cece, why does she write C I S I? I was like, okay. Okay. Out of control. So I've I've been going by CC every now and then, but or sometimes I just say Gregory. I'll just go with the last name. Um yeah, but I don't have another name if I did it. If I wasn't Sharika, what would I be? Maybe I don't know why. No, not Regina, not no, I don't know. I have no idea what I would, would want. Cause now I feel like I've had this name for so long I can't even imagine anything else. Sabrina, did you, uh, if you had another name or if you could pick your own name, what would it be? I think I'm okay. I, for a long time, I hated my middle name, Adele, but my middle name has such a low impact on my life. I could have just not had one. Mm. So I'm like, what's, what's the point of hating it? It's not, no one ever says Sabrina Adele to me. Growing up, if my mom was upset, she never had to say the full name. It was more of a physical situation. She she was upset. So like, I'm like, why were you stressing this? I, you know, and then my first name, I think I didn't love it when I was little because I grew up with an older sister who's five years older than me. And when I asked my mom, like, oh, how did I get my name? She's like, it rhymed with Nina. And that was the beginning of living in my sister's shadow. And I was like, I want to break free. (laughs) But like my teachers because we went to the same school then elementary school like would switch up and like call me Nina Mm -hmm. um my biological dad sometimes would call me Nina and I was like oh my gosh I'm Sabrina but anyway because I didn't like my name my mom got me this little book and I still have it I might post it on our Instagram it's by Martha Alexander and it's called Sabrina And it's about this little girl in preschool and she doesn't really love her name. And so she runs away from the preschool and they're so worried about her. And then when she gets back, everyone's like, oh my gosh, where did you go? And she's like sad about her name. And they're like, girl, that's the prince's name. That name is everything. And ever since then, I was like, you know what? You're right. I stuck by it because growing up, I like never met another Sabrina. Probably maybe the first other Sabrina I met was like when I was maybe 20-ish. And she was actually from Florida. I met her at like a church event, but like I felt unique and I was fine with it. I also like when people call me Natalie. That's what my sorority sisters call me because when we'd go out in college, we'd all use fake names. And when I was dancing, they'd be like, go Nat Nat. And Nat Nat just had a nice little ring to it. So Sabrina, Natalie, like you, Sharika, I have a lot of lazy encounters in my life where people would just make up something when they saw an S. I can't tell you how many people have called me Samantha, 
don't have an M in my name, wow. but people do it all the time, even to wow. this day. They'll be like, oh, I thought your name was Samantha. I'm like, that's like that speed reading or just like glazing over stuff. Like mm-hmm. you're not really paying attention because it's Sabrina. But yeah, there you go. Oh, I, now when you said about your middle name, I realized I could go by my middle name. Now, like if I did change it, I would wouldn't mind my middle name have been my first name. And so, yeah, if I, I could have been the Shanice. I could have been the Shanice. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, I actually like my middle name, but like you were saying, like it rarely ever comes up. <laughs> so <laughs> I liked it, but it never really, it never really come up, comes up. Actually, my husband, you know, my husband uh, does music from time to time and, you know, just for sort of for the funsies for him. And he um, writes songs and raps or whatever have you. And, you know, he, you know, wrote a little rap with the Shanice and Mary. You know, I was like, okay. This is before. Oh, I love it. Before you married. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> he named the girl Shanice and Mary. I said, okay. So I did like that. All right, if you could use magic to do one mundane task for the rest of your life, what would it be? Mundane? Yeah. Simple, I'm assuming. I just say like an everyday task, like something that you like every like a you know, a little thing that you do every day. If like you can use magic to get it done, what would you do? Laundry. Well, what, what would it be? You gotta wash and fold. Oh, the wash and fold? Yeah, it gotta be a wash and fold laundry. But I don't do laundry every day, so I don't know if that would count. Hey, if that's what you want to do. Or if it's just a snap of the finger and then clean up the house back to whatever normal is supposed to be, I'll take that. Like everything goes back to a spot, meaning dishes or washers, wash stuff is put back in either hampers or cabinets, all of that. So just like a, a like a I don't say a maid, but a personal housekeeper type mundane tasks of everyday things. I would do all in one, like okay. that's what I would do. I like it. It would be for me. It would be my hair. It would be the snap and the hair is done. That would be my mundane task that I, if I could just snap and have my hair done every day, I would just love that. Oh, and especially if it'd be like any style I wanted, like if I wanted braids, oh my gosh, at the snap of the finger. Oh, I'm this, this would be it for me. That would be it. Sabrina, you? Same. I promise I'm not copying. <laughs> because it's just one of those things y'all would be ashamed if y'all knew how many days I was like I'm gonna do my hair tomorrow and then I was like well it's another wig day (laughs) just it just feels so the task feels so daunting and it's so time consuming that I'm like uh yeah I wish I could magically get it done girl it is annoying it is annoying to just, uh, anyway, yeah, I, I would just love to not to have that option, you know, not to have that. I mean, well, you know what? I'm not going to say I want to be bald, you know, because that could be arranged. And I, I do like having my hair. I just hate having to do it myself. Not that can be arranged. It can. And listen, it's so cute, but that's also a lot of maintenance, too. You have to get it cut, like, every two mm-hmm. weeks. I know. My husband really wants me to cut my hair. I told him. Maybe when I turn 50, I will cut my hair off. It might not come back at that point. <laughs> I literally, I didn't want to say anything. It definitely will because you have at least another 60 years to live. Um, but I'm like, girl, do it now. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, the follicles are still good. <laughs> right. Oh, right. I, 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 Girl. I don't have confidence yet to rock the real shortcut. You know what? <laughs> if you do it, you'll find out, and that's fine. <laughs> what if I find out wrong? <laughs> well, that, girl, you can always throw a wig up there. Oh, true. Then I will actually have a. Then the wig would actually fit on my head and not give me a headache. Okay. Ooh. So, go ahead. Were you gonna say? No, you, go, you go ahead, friend, because I was gonna take us on a long tangent. I well, girl, you know we love a tangent on the on the on kickback. <laughs> I was gonna ask. What TV show would you be in? If you could be in any TV show, what would it be? Ooh. I'm going to have to pick two, only because okay. some of the differences of it. But one of them would have to be, I think, for myself, um, a different world. Because, like, that college experience was, like, next level. Um, and, I don't know, having the opportunity to go to an HBCU, like, if I could rewind time, I definitely would. So that's um, one of them. I would just Same. Say that route for myself um but that would be one of them and then the other one and i don't know if it was just because of the family atmosphere of it but i think i would have definitely i don't know who i would have been or what part i would have played um but i definitely think i would have wanted to be a part of um, a fresh prince just because that Mm. family and i feel like that's somewhat similar to how my family upbringing was with like my parents just taking people in whether it was relatives and or strangers so it feels like it would be easier to fit into that. If I had to pick something totally opposite of who I am currently, and I know that wasn't necessarily the question, but um, I definitely probably would strongly consider um, either, I don't know if I would do Saved by the Bell, Ooh, love Saved by the Bell. or if I would do Boys Meets World. Oh, I was thinking that too. That's one of my faves. Yeah. Boys Meets World because of Topanga, of course, and because of... Um, <laughs> Mr. Feeney, but that was about two. Ooh, I, the, I just had an image of, well, not, obviously this isn't real, but like an EB, like EB, your temperament with a Mr. Feeney, that would be a good, that would be like good to see because he's like the lifelong lesson giver and EB is a challenger. I would love that. Um, Speaking of, I don't know why this is relevant or it's not, but I love that, um, Danielle Fischel, who plays the finger, like she's a she's a sneakerhead, and I love that. That's neither here nor there, but that's I just want to share that. Um, my TV show that I would probably be in, I'm going to steal EBs and go with a different world, but my original choice, which is so I'll keep this one too, is Gilmore Girls. I just don't know how I would fit in there because there's not a lot of black people. There's like one that I know of. But I would be in Gilmore Girls because I just always wanted to be in a small town and like everyone knows everyone and that like family vibe. So it was Gilmore Girls for me. And then I did always want to go, uh, I would have loved to go to an HBCU. So a different world. <laughs> are we starring as actors or are we no, talking like, like I- an alternate reality and this is our world? This is our world. That's where I'm going. Oh, uh, okay. Because I couldn't, I love the office, but I couldn't, I don't even want to be in the office right now. Like, why <laughs> be stuck there with those crazy people every day is definitely more entertainment. 
Like you, Sharika, I love a small town vibe, but like excitement, everybody knows each other and kind of thing. So for me, that small town would be Heart of Dixie. Love that show so much. It's just a good time. And I know it's an alternate reality because I haven't even stepped foot, nor do I really care to step foot in Alabama, Louisiana, or Mississippi. Mm -hmm. But in that show, it is such a great vibe. Because there isn't that judgment. There isn't that, like, I mean, the mayor's black, you know? And it's not, like, a big deal. It's not a big deal in the show. Like, people are just who they are, and they're accepted, and it's just beautiful. And it's Mm -hmm. fun. I love that. But I also really love the movie Clueless. And I know that's not a show, Sharika, but I love just the fashion. It was the fashion it's a fashion and it not like, I know it's hard for y'all to believe y'all didn't know me in that period of my life when I actually really put a lot of effort into what I was wearing and was like walking across the campus in hills every day, which I can't believe that was me. But I do get like a fun vibe from that. But I feel like sometimes in certain groups, when I would express myself in that way, it was Sabrina, what are you doing? You're doing too much or whatever. But I feel like in the clueless world, no one would care. I would be embraced for this moment. So anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let, let you be great. Let you be cute. Let you live how you want to live, man. All right. Uh, if you could have one, if you could have a band or a musician perform at uh, like like a party, who would you have? Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah, I'm bringing it. I thought you were going to young kids. Okay. No, it's it's super. Now, granted, I would pick a whole bunch like um, Michael Jackson, Marvin Gaye, a T.I., a Tupac. But if I could pick one, I think I would go with Michael just because he is an entertainer. Like he's a he's a like he's extremely talented, but he's just the next level entertainer. Like, and I and I'll say this: I know, of course, there's people out there who listen to our pod and they have their own views and opinions, and we respect that and we appreciate that. Um, most times, because um, sometimes I'm be honest with you, I don't care about your opinion, um, nor will I value it at all for some of the people who just listen. Um, and I know that because of some of your stance on certain things, um, like the existence of people, um, especially people who look like me or look like Sharika or look like Sabrina, um, where you think certain things matter and certain things don't, or your judgment towards people for the way that they live their life, where God didn't necessarily call you to that. Um, and so there's some people I could care less about your opinions on certain things. But if I had to pick an entertainer, it would definitely be, or a musician, it would definitely be Michael Jackson. If I had to pick a band, I would definitely go with The Temptations. Oh, okay. Also, vibe. Love that. Hmm. Who would I pick? Okay, this is random. And I think it's only because last night I was listening to her music on the way home. Um, my performer, maybe a Shania Twain. Because uh, she has the slow songs, but she has the fun songs. I feel like there's, I just am like a person, like the music for me is dependent upon my mood. But maybe for a, a song for a singer or whatever, a performer, a single person, I would just pick her. I feel like, I feel like I would like a Beyonce, but I feel like Beyonce would be, I don't know. I just feel like it'd be too much. And like I was, like I feel like tonight. Sharika like, said it's my event, not yours, Beyonce. 
She might, it's fun, and she, like, would play with the crowd, and she would be more interactive. I think Beyonce would just be giving a show, and it'd be like, you know how Beyonce does? She pays us dust. So, you know, I want a little inter- interaction. Um, If I had a group, do I love a group? I don't know what group I would have. Oh, I don't know. I love a lot of different groups, but I can't think of that one right now. Someone with some, I don't know, I don't even know who. Sabrina, do you have a group or a band or a person that you would love to perform? Uh, I would love Kurt Franklin, Ooh. like early 2000s, like his whole choir. I just, that is so um, nostalgic for me. And I know that's a weird word to use because he's very much still involved in the industry oh. and producing great music. But growing up a Saturday morning, we're cleaning the house. You know, my mom would be blasting gospel music and that just makes me think of some of like the most just sentimental times with my Mm. family and sentimentals I don't know that word is kind of like womp womp and tears but I don't mean it like that like I really had a fun childhood and we were just out there living life cleaning the house doing this and that but I would love to see him live any kind of situation like that you know Mm. that would be very exciting um and then, believe it or not, if you're talking about having someone perform, the other people that I think of, you might be like, oh, interesting choice, because they're not like the people I would say are like my favorite singers, but they're just people who are incredible performers or have a nice voice. Like I think of um, T-Pain's Tiny Desk. Like it was really good. He has a great voice. I feel like live that could be like a vibe. So I think of people like that or like the bleachers or like Coheed and Cambria. They're a rock band. Um, I think, oh gosh, I don't want to mess up this band's name. It's more like jazzy. I think it's like talking the bangas. They are so incredible. And their artistry is just, they knock it out of the park every time. Like people like that. I only knew one of the names, but hey, <laughs> I time. That's okay. Check them out. The Bleachers, incredible band. Um, yeah, they're great. Maybe, maybe Panic Churches. at the Disco would be my band. Real random, but they, they feel like I feel like they bring the energy. They do. I guess I, with some of the mainstream people, I fear that the sound engineers are putting in the work oh. and that doesn't, that doesn't happen too, too much with like old country and oh. some rock and pop rock. So maybe panic at the disco would be safe, but I would be nervous to have some of my faves because you're getting up there. You're pitchy. You can't move and dance. And now I'm like let down, but I know the people I name, you know, they would, they would give what needed to be given. Okay. <laughs> exactly. That is hilarious. All right, we'll close it with this one. What is your go-to movie when you need to like like a comfort movie or you, you're like feeling down and you're like, you know what? Or it could be a TV show. Let's go with movie or TV show that you watch when you want to like not be in the funk. TV show, I usually just go to YouTube and then I just put in um, like highlights of deaf, uh, deaf comedy jam. So it's not really a show, but well, it was a show on BET, but it's just listening to comedians um, do what they do best. And then as far as a movie, I can watch, and it's also my favorite, well, one of my favorite movies, Top for number one, um, Remember the Titans. So I can just watch that whenever, all day, every day, and just see 
Um, Denzel do his thing. That's that's my my go to. I just and it's not only deaf deaf comedy jam or deaf jam comedy, but that's one of them um, because of just the amount of comedians that they have on there. But I can watch stand up comedians all day, every day. I haven't seen um, Remember the Titans in a while. I liked the movie, but it was I also felt a little sad, and I was just like, hmm. Um, but I did like that movie. Um, for me, my go-to uh, probably TV show would probably be Gilmore Girls. Um, that's like my comfort show movie. I don't know. It just depends. I have a lot of movies that I like. Um, love the wedding date. Um, what else? I just love you know, a little cute little love story. Those are my vibes. So something like that. Uh, Sabrina, what about you? It really depends on my mood, and I know that's an annoying answer. No, like, sure. right now, my, like, zone-out show is Seinfeld. Um, it used to be Arrested Development. Love that. Oh, Community, so good. At one point, it was The Office. It just, like, really depends on where I am in life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I've watched... I'm trying to think of movies that I know I've watched a lot. Ooh. Last holiday for me. I forgot about that. Love that. I've never seen that. Sabrina, we have to watch them. <laughs> no Is that the one with Queen Latifah? Yes. Yeah, yeah, never. I don't know why. I think I probably saw Set It Off when I was too young and I shouldn't have been watching it. But ever since then, Queen Latifah on screen, I'm like, I don't know. Something in me gets anxious. So I don't really watch a lot of her movies. This this will redeem. <laughs> I feel like this will redeem the situation. I feel like it will redeem her for you. Okay. Well, I need to redeem myself anyway, because the name of that band I said I would have, that's really great. Well, they're a duo. It's Tank and the Bangas. I think I said Tanka, but oh, it's Tank God. and the Bangas. Um, oh, but I do love Heart of Dixie, but I just was introduced to that three years ago. So can I say that's my go-to show? Why not? I don't know. Go for it. Ooh. It's so good. Oh, and did you hear about the Morgans? I love that movie, too. No, I don't know that movie. Oh, we got to watch that movie, too. I have that movie, too. It's so good. It has Sarah Jessica Parker in it. My husband does not like her. Oh, well. He says she looks like a horse. <laughs> Alan said, beauty's ugly to the back, beauty's to the front. But love that movie. Did you hear about the Morgans and uh, Last Holiday? Sabrina, let me know the date and time. I will be ready. Well, I don't believe in watching holiday movies if it's not the holidays. So after Thanksgiving, anytime, I will watch Last Holiday with you. Have you seen Last Holiday, E.B.? I have. I don't think I watch it during Christmas time, but it's not really a Christmas movie. Nah, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, it's just set during that time, but I wouldn't consider it a Christmas movie either. Because I think the holiday is not really talking about the holidays. I think it's talking about, like, vacation. It's like a her last vacation. Oh, and is it set during Christmas time or now? I don't know. That's the part I'm not like, I, I don't really remember. It's not a thing. Now you tell me to watch the movie that you love and you don't know the well, details. Like, the this holiday of Christmas is not relevant. It's not brought up. It is not mentioned. I don't even recall a tree. I don't remember. It feels holiday-ish, but there is no holiday references or any holiday scenes. 
She's wearing a red dress. There are snowflakes. I don't know. I think I'm going to have to wait until after That's Thanksgiving, friend. It, yeah. <laughs> I said, the feel is holiday, but there is no reference of a holiday, if that makes sense. Like, it gives you the feel of, like, okay, it's Christmas time, but there is no trees. There is no Christmas songs. Nope. No nope. Santa. I, it, it gotta wait. Okay, gotta wait. that's fine. We'll, we'll wait. We'll wait on last holiday. And then I want to hear if you really feel like it was a holiday movie or not. Yeah. I'll say, like, as a kid, some of my go-to, um, my brother and I, we love the movie Kung Pao. It's like a spoof movie that was very funny. We love to rewatch a lot of the Disney classics. Uh, mm-hmm. My family liked to rewatch Deep Blue Sea and Rush Hour, stuff like that. So anything oh. that's, like, uplifting and fun, I'm not really into, like, downers and never horror. So there we yeah. go. I love you on that. So, Ron, do you have a Bible situation story or something you want to share with us today? I do. I'm not in Judges anymore, but I know I'll go back there for for some laughs. Um, Judges, it was a wild ride. So here we are. Uh, Today is actually going to be from the New Testament, and it's John chapter 6. Now, (laughs) I just want to say this, and I we probably talked about this slightly before in that Jesus was just hilarious. The things he said and the way he said it a lot of times, I think if he was to say this today, could people stomach it? I don't know. So basically this is after Jesus finished a miracle with people. He was doing a speaking event and there was a lot of people there. So he turns to his crew and he's like, Hey, how are we going to feed everybody? Do we, need to run down to the market. And they're like, even if we had like 200 pieces of silver, we couldn't feed all these people. And Jesus is like, well, what do we have on hand? And they tell him one guy has like five pieces of bread and two fish. Long story short, he fed like over 5,000 people. You know, obviously he prayed over it first. He blessed it and there was a miracle. So later on, when everything's over, his crew, they peace out, and then he meets them by walking on water to the boat where they are. And the people who got fed were like, uh-uh, where did Jesus go? So they end up following him the next morning. And when they found him, we're now in verse 25, when they found him back across the sea, they said, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus answered, you've come looking for me, not because you saw God in my actions, but because I fed you, filled your stomachs, and for free. And I'm like, ain't that the truth? I love how he just, he cut through. He wasn't like one to fluff things up. He wasn't for the BS. He's like, let's just be honest. You're not here because you're really even caring how I got here. Because they knew that he didn't get on the boat with the disciples. So they're like, how did he get to the other side? They really just were like, when we were with you, we all got fed. We didn't have to pay for it. So let's run that back. So I thought that was hilarious. EB, what are you expounding on today um not well i'm gonna say not too much going on in the world because that would be a lie and a complete um understatement but i will just say that um the world continues to show us how crazy it is and how challenging life may be but um for me i'm just not really talking about but just telling you guys just look at what's going on at our southern border and with Title 42, at least at the time of this recording, ending today and how that can impact just society as a whole. I know some people will 
continue to bash a particular administration. Uh, maybe it's our current one, maybe it's the one two administrations ago, but it seems to be always one-sided when it comes to the immigration issue, um, not knowing that this has been a challenge with the American society um, forever, essentially, um, from them kidnapping and taking people to come onto this land to now saying, oh, no, it's enough of you here, and let's stop allowing people um, to come here. And when people talk about the numbers and all of those things as if it's the same amount of people living in our world today that was living in our world 50 to 60 or 70 years ago. So I always encourage people to look at things in context and look at the percentage of people entering um, our borders from all sides, not just from one. Because some people would think that it's only people entering the United States from the southern border as if that's the only entry point to America. There's countless ones. And then you can also look at just the demographics of how our current government, um, and I'm saying government as a whole, not just the current administration, but how our current government decides which countries receives um, visas and things of that nature when it comes to entry into the United States. So that's all I'm really expounding on today and just be in prayer for our brothers and sisters who are at the Southern border, border and all the different things that they have to deal with upon entry to this beautiful country of ours. What are you guys recommending for the people today? I'm recommending a movie on Netflix in honor of Mother's Day coming up this weekend. It's called Otherhood. It's a cute time. It's a fun time. It's about, it says, feeling forgotten on Mother's Day. These three best friends leave the suburbs and drive to the to New York City to surprise their adult sons. It's a cute time. So, otherhood. That does sound cute, friend. Um, oh, you haven't I'm seen gonna... it? It's fun. No, I probably haven't seen a lot of things, you know. Um, but I will watch that one. Is it on Netflix, did you say? Yep, yep, it's a Netflix okay. original. Oh, I love a Netflix original. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to kind of piggyback off of EB and talk about our lovely government and the recommends, because I recommend you all go to www.ssa.gov, G-O-V. That is where you can make an account. And if you already have a government account through some other thing, you just sign in and you can just check in on see what you're going to be getting for Social Security. Although I've heard lots of rumors that by the time I retire, there will be no Social Security. We'll see. But uh, I thought that was fascinating. I was in a little because it's open enrollment-ish period. So my job is doing a lot of little workshops and that was something that was recommended for us today. So I did it while I was on the call and they had all the history of my work there, which I thought was pretty fascinating. I know we do taxes all the time, but I think like in 2004, it showed that I made $1,400. I was like 2004, I was a sophomore in high school. Oh, I worked at camp. Although I don't know where any of that money went because I definitely didn't have it at the end of the summer. But I just thought that was really neat that you can see that and it'll show you what you'll get for Social Security when you retire. If you retire at this age early, if you retire at the suggested age, if you wait until like the latest you can retire. I think that's just a really nice way to be financially well, to be aware of that. So if you're not aware or you've never done it or you've never heard of it, Go ahead and make an account on ssa.gov and see what's happening with your social security. 
Sharika. I've never heard. I've never knew that that was an option. It's a pretty cool option. I was actually going to ask you, Sharika, if you'd done it. So that answers my question. Evie, were you aware of that? I was aware of it, but I've never done it. I was only aware of it because the same thing that I guess you had at your job, my dad job did the same thing. Um, So when he had met his retirement age of 67 at the time, he w- that's what made him kind of contemplate if he'll continue working or not. And then when he found out he was getting a decent amount, um, I want to be in his business, but it's just about his current salary right now, which is crazy. Um, and that was also one of the reasons I would say I would, I guess, add on to that recommendation that Sharik, uh, that Sabrina said as far as checking it, because we also noticed that somebody else was using his social on a job that he was working. <gasps> Um, because that pops up on there as well. So that's why it's also helpful. I know some people are like, oh, well, I'm not going to get anything anyways, da, 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 da. but you can also find out, you know, if somebody else is using your social, in a sense, illegally, um, to work under your name and under your social security number. And sometimes how people be like, how do I also, how do I owe money back? Like I didn't even work for anything or I worked the same amount that I did last year. And it's because probably according to their system, um, your social, you probably are not working that much or you're not making that money, but your social is definitely making that money. So yes, that's how I found out about it, but I have never done it myself. Do it because I thought it was something I would do like when I was in my sixties. I think it's cool that you can do it evidently when you have a social security number, once you start working and it's in there, something else that I learned about is sometimes for whatever reason, a year can be missing. So since I have been working since 2004 and reporting those earnings, if I saw something like for whatever reason, if it was like 2015-0, I would be like, knock, 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 something's wrong. Like this should be in the system because that would impact my future social security that I'd be receiving when I'm older. So it's a really cool thing. Check it out. Definitely. So y'all heard that SSA.gov. Gov is short or abbreviated for government. Um, my recommend is also a Netflix series or Netflix original, but it comes from our beautiful friends from across the pond. Um, I think it's shot or it's dubbed in England or somewhere in the UK, I believe. But if not, you can probably get a hint of where it's at from the lovely accent. But the show is called Treason. T-R-E-A-S-O-N. So that's what I got for y'all. Check it out. Treason ssa.gov and otherhood two netflix and one on the lovely internet where you're probably already on daily anyways as always um we didn't talk about something else that we was talking thought we were going to talk about but maybe next week but unfortunately fortunately this is the end of our lovely podcast Uh, (laughs) (laughs) as always if life tries to knock you down make sure you kick back until next time